Hello. You are listening to the All Things College podcast show with Dr. Lewis. What is up, y'all? I missed you guys. Since I've been gone, I've been speaking at a lot of conferences. Oh, gosh, it's been a lot. Um, But I'm back on a consistent schedule. How you guys doing? Yes. So the last episode I talked about picking a chair and some things you should consider picking a chair. On this episode, it's like, okay, so you pick the chair. What do you do next? Well, you go and you get started. You let your college know that you're in agreement with the chair picking, and they'll say, go ahead, go forth, right? So um, one thing I think I failed to mention in the last episode about picking a chair Make sure that your chair knows exactly what you want to do with your research, right? So that it's clear. And and it lets you know if they support it and if they're going to be able to be supportive during the process. They may not understand it. It was great for me because I'm picking my chair who then got to pick a committee member. It was awesome because I did mine related to the process of disability for military veterans because I'm a military veteran, right? So she picked someone whose husband also worked in that VA space. So they, what she, my chair didn't understand, her committee member was able to fill her in and fill me in as well. And so it was very helpful to the process. Now, this episode we're going to talk about, okay, how is it determined which chapters you start off with? So what me and my chair did, we came up with a timeline together of how we were going to go through the process. Normally, your chair will say, start with chapters one and two, okay? Chapter one is where you're given the history. And the why, basically, and I'm condensing it, it's using more than what I'm saying, but we don't have enough time in this broadcast for me to go over every little thing. So I'm giving you information from a high level point, okay? So chapter one deals with the history. What is this about? How did this thing that you're researching come out? And why do you want to research it? Okay, like my chair said, you don't want to save the world. You want to get it done. So it talks about why you're researching, what's missing in the research. And remember, I have a Ph.D. Now, a Ph.D. is different than other doctorate programs. For a Ph.D., you're adding to research that's not even there. Right. So it may be missing something. And so you're adding to it. Okay. So from me doing that, I had to research how is this process. I had to understand a process that I was not familiar with. I had to understand how it works and see it through the eyes of historians, through executives, through people getting the benefit. It took time, but I did it. You research, you research, and you just begin to write. Now, what I like to do before I write, even when I write my books in PS, I have a new book out now on Amazon called the PhD Survival Kit, and I will talk more about it in another broadcast, but it is in paperback form and electronic form. It's called the PhD Survival Kit, and I pray that it blesses your life, okay? Now, what I want to say about this is the following, okay? It's very important that you become a historian about your research and work. Like, why does it matter? Why should people care? That's your first chapter, right? Why are you doing this? Why are you researching this? What do you tend to add to it? What is your research questions, right? Then chapter two is where you're pulling from different primary firsthand sources of research. Usually your government researchers are good and adequate. Usually your other PhDs who do research and it's published within five years to the present date is is very appropriate. And so you're going to compare and contrast their data. You're going to compare what one person says versus another person says. Okay. So you're going to have to keep a running log of all the research that you found. Okay. Because you're going to have to cite all this stuff. That's your second chapter. So that's what I started off was my first two chapters. Chapter one is the history of your research, why your research is so needed. 
Okay. And then the second chapter is more so you're comparing and contrasting information from different researchers, right? You're comparing it. And that's going to take a minute because you have to compare and put them all in there. So you want reputable research. How do you know, Dr. Lewis, if it's reputable? Because it's coming from them. If they're quoting, if, if you're dealing with somebody who's quoting from somewhere else, like the problem I ran into, I found a lot of good research, but it wasn't primary. People were quoting, like I found it from major news articles and magazines, but I couldn't use it because they were quoting from someone and I needed to get to the source of where they were quoting. I could use the source they were quoting for. And a lot of times they don't even tell you in newspaper articles where they're quoting it from. You have to reach out to the editors and authors of that magazine article and kind of find out. Or sometimes you can do different searches, but yeah, that's pretty much So You're going to start off with chapters one and two. Then you're going to move into chapter three, which is your theory. What theory is attached to your research? Like, what is it standing on? What's the premise of your research? Then number four, chapter four is more so about your research. Is it qualitative, quantitative? Where did you get the numbers from? Where did you get the data? Tell us a little bit about the people who participated in your research. What questions you asked them? What took place? Where were you? Were you on site? Did you do it by phone? How long did it tell you? So all the specifics of your research go in chapter four. Then you get to chapter five, which is um, the outcome. What did you learn from your research? What were the results that's usually in chapter five where you're really getting into all of the results, right? You're combing through all the data to see similarities, to see differences. And then chapter six is going to be your recommendations. Now, in addition to that, you also want to have appendices um, to kind of do like you might have an example of what your surveys look like. You may have example of logs that you kept because you're going to have to be organized with data. But it is so fun, you guys. It felt my spirit. I love it. I actually thought about getting another PhD because when you're in the process, you're like, oh, I'm not working out. But then you miss it, you guys. And I'm in school now um, pursuing a lot of different stuff. I'll talk more about that later. But anyway, this is Dr. Lewis signing off. Okay. And so the things to, to, to think about when doing the research, set timelines for each chapter. Make sure you meet regularly. This is your PhD project. So you got to take control. They're not sitting here giving you all the information. You got to take control and take the lead on stuff. You got to show them that they're serious and be prepared when you meet with your chair. Don't waste their time. But sometimes they're not only chairing you, they're chairing other students. So don't waste their time. Make their time very valuable. And don't waste your time either, okay? This is Dr. Lewis signing off. Take care. God bless. And I know you'll get those chapters written. Bye-bye.